Hello and welcome to All of the Above, the podcast where we couldn't decide whether we wanted to talk about theology, share stories, um, discuss philosophy of ministry, um, or talk about books. So we've just decided to do All of the Above. Um, my name is Jonathan Franklin. Um, I'll be your host uh, for this episode. Um, and I am joined by Jacob Witt. Hello. Hello, Jacob. How it's, are you? it's been a while. I feel Honestly. like. Um, how long have you been away? Uh, about a month. We got married a little over a month ago. We've been going a little AWOL since then, but definitely missing you guys. Glad to be back. Congratulations. We, you saw your Jeep pull into the office and everybody was like, is that Jacob Witt? Back to normal. <laughs> back like you never left. That's right. So for our burning first question uh, this morning, mm-hmm. I was watching or finished Falcon and Winter Soldier. Uh, so it got me thinking about all things Marvel. I fell into a big Google hole. Uh, last night, figuring out who everybody was. Um, so my question for you is two part. One, who is your favorite Marvel superhero? And then two, how or which one is your favorite movie? Mm, that's tough. So superhero is definitely Spider-Man. I grew up like probably three years old watching the old like 90s Spider-Man show. So Spider-Man will always have my heart. Um, but also, I don't know. I, mean, I love the Spider-Man movies. Um, but I think Thor Ragnarok is probably my favorite movie. It's just, it's so fun. Oh, absolutely. That one, I think that is by far my favorite movie. I think superhero-wise, it goes back and forth between Iron Man or Thor. Uh, it really depends on the day. Don't blame me at all. Now, now what is your favorite Spider-Man movie? Oh, that's so are tough. You a, are you a Tobey Maguire guy? Or? No, I'm a Tom Holland guy. I, I love a Tom, uh, the Tobey Maguire. I actually like the Andrew Garfield a lot more than a lot of people. But I'm, I'm definitely a Tom Holland guy man i'd have to agree with you there <laughs> so so let's get get straight into it um i mean you have been uh, a part of tcgs for all four years of, of your college experience i mean i remember when i first uh came in shoot probably two three years ago you were one of the the first faces i met um coming in you were one of the first people who welcomed me into uh tcgs and and really were my first friend and the person who helped me feel most included um so what, tell us a little bit about your um, history with TCGS, your history with the local church, um, and, and what caused you to kind of buy in, um, like right out of writing, starting college? Yeah, definitely. Um, well, first of all, it was an honor to be one of your first friends. We appreciate you very much. Um, but yeah, so I started um, going to church at a super young age. I was blessed to be able to raise in a, um, a Christian family. And so we, we were going to the same church that my parents uh, went to growing up. And so I definitely have a history of church involvement and like being a part of the church. Um, I definitely was adamant with youth, like in high school, middle school, definitely involved. Uh, but yeah, I didn't. I don't really know if I really understood what it meant to to love the local church until college. Um, and I think part of that was just kind of making the decision um, for myself and not just being something that we we did growing up. Um, but yeah, so I went to we, I went to church back in Greenwood where I grew up. Um, like I said, every Sunday, every Wednesday. Um, but it was definitely just something more than like, just what we did. Um, so going into college, uh, coming in freshman year, I was definitely um, very much searching. Um, didn't really know what I was looking for, uh, but started at, at North Greenville and, and actually got plugged into the church at Greer Station through Josh Stiles. Um, Josh Stiles was, was teaching my Old Testament class uh, freshman year. And I mean, obviously we, we just had, hit it off. He's great. And so I found out that he, he taught a, or kind of led a um, community group um, on Wednesday nights. And so in October of my freshman year, I started uh, visiting their community group and man, it just shook me um, because I definitely like grew up in church. Like I said, like I've been to 
hundreds of small groups. Um, but this guy was someone who had been like teaching me and already like I looked up to and, and the way we, you know, we do community groups is having the, the time to talk about the sermon. I think we were, they were going through a book at that time, but, but we split up into an accountability time and just to have, um, a guy that I was already looking up to a professor at North Greenville who had been teaching me and to have him sitting beside me and just opening up and inviting me to, uh, to pray for him, opening up and, and like talking about his struggles, um, and just being that real and accountable, um, that just shook me to my core cause I'd never had that. Um, and so, yeah, that was one of the biggest things was kind of seeing that. Um, and so I went to, to small group at the Styles small group for, um, several months before I started going on, on Sunday services. And we, um, me and a couple friends started going January of freshman year and just kept going. I became a member in May of 2018, I think. And so, yeah, I've been here ever since. Man, that's awesome. Um, so for a lot of like college students, one, it's just a big change, like a big transition period, um, in life and, and starting out, it can seem kind of like, man, four years is a long time, but I mean, I'm sure as, I mean, I remember from college and I'm sure you have the same thoughts. Like once you get to that senior year and you graduate, you look back and four years was like nothing. Um, it goes by super quickly. Um, but they're also like super foundational, super like enriching a period in your life. So why, what would you encourage? What would you say to encourage um, college students and why should they like tether themselves to the local church in those four short years that they may be somewhere? Yeah, that's so good. It does fly by. Um, and it's kind of funny to even think about like going in, we think, oh yeah, four, four years, like that's a, that's a long time to, to commit, but it really does fly by. Um, but I do think that it's super important to, to just kind of commit and serve the local church during those four years and just trust that the Lord's going to use that. Um, as I was kind of thinking and, and preparing to, um, to talk to you this morning, uh, we were looking at, or I was looking at Acts 2, um, just trying to think about like, what is the, what is the purpose of the church? And I love Acts 2.42 says, they devoted themselves to the apostles' teaching and to the fellowship, to the breaking of bread, and to prayer. Um, so I think of several purposes uh, that the Lord gave the church, and I think three of them um, would be probably community, uh, discipleship, and mission. And so when I think it through, like my own, like we were saying, like my own testimony with with the local church, with the church at Greer Station, um, those three things just really stand out. Um, and so I'll talk a little bit about those for a minute. Um, but I think community um, was really huge for me. I'm just thinking through um, the last four years. Like obviously, I made so many close friends in college. Like college is definitely a time where you meet a lot of people and have a ton of people in your lives. Um, but some of the closest people in my life, some of the people that have made the biggest impact in my life, um, who have, have developed me more than anyone else has been through the local church. Um, I think that is the kind of the, the, um, atmosphere that the Lord has ordained for us to have community. And so I think, um, that's one piece, not, I mean, obviously fellowship is super important, but also just community in the sense that, um, to build each other up and to kind of have like a, a central point to go back to, to come on Sundays, to be around, um, our family, our, our, our church family and our, our brothers and sisters in Christ, and then be sent out. Um, that was a piece that I really don't think I understood really until college. And so community was, was really huge and kind of me, um, kind of discovering what it meant to serve the local church. Um, second discipleship. I think those two go hand in hand. Um, like I said, like getting plugged into the, to the style small group and, and be able to, to really just live life with a group of guys that were also trying to pursue, um, Christ. Uh, I'd never really had that before. Um, and also love that, um, goes like 
hand in hand with community the fact that we have kind of like multi-generational community groups we've got um, high school students with college students with middle-aged families with, with um, seniors like that's just that's great um, and that was huge but but really having that community kind of leads to discipleship um, getting plugged into that small group really exposed a lot of sin struggles that I had in my life that um, would have never been brought up if I wasn't living in such close proximity to people who are also trying to follow Christ. And so I think that um, community goes hand in hand with discipleship. Um, but ultimately, like it's really hard for us to cultivate discipleship without the local church. Um, I just think of the relationships that uh, the Lord has blessed me with at Greer Station. I think of the the countless rounds of disc golf that I had with Bryce Harrison um, and just how uh, the Lord like used that to disciple me, even if it wasn't just like uh, sitting over coffee and talking about the Word, but just living life with people um, and just the way that the Lord has used that to, to form me into who I am today. And so discipleship, I think, is, is a huge aspect of, of why we, we should be involved with the local church. Um, and then mission, I think, um, like I said, like when I was going into college, like I was just searching. And so um, like knew I wanted to follow Christ, didn't really know what that looked like. I think it's, it's easy to get caught up in like, what is God's will for my life right now? Um, and so going into college, like there are just so many things to, to do, so many ministries to like devote yourself to. Um, but really like being part of being like devoted to the local church, like that kind of shows God's will. If you're, if you're committed in serving the local church, just the, the doors that are open, the opportunities that are given to you. Um, and so I think that, that getting plugged into the local church just kind of makes um, God's will for your life a lot more clear is when you're involved in a community um, that is serving, that is, is practicing discipleship, that is evangelizing. Um, I think that really just gave me a, a source of um, rootedness and mission as I was kind of searching for the Lord's will on my life um, in college. And so, yeah, those three things are super, super helpful for me as I was getting started, but I don't even think that was your question. Uh, <laughs> but uh, why and how would, would, we, would I encourage college students to kind of get plugged in and be tethered? Um, <clears throat> I love that language of like being tethered to the local church. I think about uh, Bryce, I guess that was back in maybe February when we were doing the Living Stones um, series in the spring. And he was just talking, I think it was Commitment 9, about being like, tethered and committed to the local church. And I just think it was super appropriate for Bryce to be the one like uh, delivering that message because I think he had preached that message to me probably more than nine times over the last four years. Um, just the importance of being tethered to the local church. Um, obviously, the, those three things that I've said are, are reasons enough. Um, but I think why is it super important for college students to commit themselves to the local church? Um, I think a lot of us are just terrified for, of commitment. I think that's just something that really categorizes like the college age is just like we want to keep our options open. We don't want to like uh, like kind of like limit those options. We want the freedom. We don't want to like say like hardcore like I'm going to be committed to this body for four years. Um, but I think that's super necessary for us to do. It's just kind of like stretch those commitment muscles. Um, and I think one way to do that is just committing to the local church. And so it's super easy to, to go to college and kind of like hop around for different churches. Um, and, and obviously you can get a lot of really good teaching that way, meet a lot of people that way. Um, but the church isn't really just a, um, you know, going to an activity or like going to an event like the church is, is being um, plugged into the body of Christ. And so I think it's, it's so beneficial, um, first of all, just to commit. And so like how should college students like really get plugged into the local church it is primarily commitment. Um, is just finding a group and and it's never going to be perfect like obviously the, the church is made up of um, of a lot of broken people and a lot of people that are um, are being sanctified and being discipled but um, but just finding a body and committing to that body 
um, is huge. And so that was really big um, in my life was just like kind of settling in and saying like, yeah, like I'm going to be here for, for three, four years, but like I'm going to commit to this body while I'm here and just trusting the Lord's going to use that. Um, and then second, like how to get plugged in, I think is, is like serving. Um, I think it's really easy to like go to a church for, for three, four years, even maybe be a member of that church, um, but never really feel like it's a family. And I think a biggest, a big way to kind of really get involved in the church is just to serve, um, to really give yourself up uh, to the church and for um, for Christ and for the body. Um, it's super easy to do that for, for a year. I mean, I did that my whole life. Like like I said, like I was um, grew up in a great church growing up. I went to, to every Sunday, every youth, but like I really did not feel like that was my family because I really didn't like give myself to the local church. I just kind of like consumed. Um, so I think just serving, finding a place to serve, whether that's um, set up team if you're with a with a church plant or um, whether that's hospitality, whether that's um, worship, whatever that looks like, just kind of finding a way that you can serve um, really give yourself to the church and really that's kind of like a working out of your commitment to the church. I think that's, that's really big. That's great. Uh, I know. I love that language of, of tethered. Also, I always think of, um, like in the odyssey that you had to read back in like high school. (laughs) Um, like when they were on the boat going through the, like where the sirens were and like Odysseus literally tethered himself to the mast. So he did not get pulled um, or enticed by the, the siren song. So I think like for, for college students, I mean, college is one of those times where you're really like trying to find your identity and who you are and you're really kind of growing um, into who you are as a man or woman. Um, and I think like by tethering yourself to the local church, whether that's for a year if you're a junior or for four years if you're a freshman, um, can really steady you um, and keep you from, from following this way or to, to the left or to the right. Um, and, and as far as service goes, I mean, my encouragement for college students, and I think Jacob, you're one of the perfect examples of this, is there is no job too big or too small uh, to serve the local church. Um, I mean, I think I've seen uh, Jacob run grocery runs to Aldi. We've jokingly called him janitor Jake because he <laughs> vacuums and sweeps and um, all those other things. I mean, he does done graphic design. Um, so literally, whatever it is, whatever your passions are, whatever um, excites you, whatever you're good about, there is a way that that can um, be used um, strategically um, in the local church um, to glorify God um, and to, to strengthen the body. So I'd encourage you, whatever it is, whatever it is you do or whatever it is you want to do, like serve the local church in that aspect. Um, and if you don't see it being done, like find a way to make it done. I mean, I think, I think that's super cool, a super cool aspect of the local church. Yeah, that's, that's so good. Um, even like, obviously like all college students, I think need to be plugged into the local church, but especially those who want to, want to go into ministry. Um, that was kind of a, a bubble that I found myself in was, it was like, um, yeah, like one day, like I'm going to, I'm just going to go pastor. And so like, um, I hate to break it to you, but like Bryce really broke it to me this way, but like, you're not just going to like suddenly spawn a love for the local church. Like that's something that has to be like grown and developed. And so I think just like committing to the church, no matter what your role is at that church, like I'm not going to figure out how to love the church, um, when I'm 25 and given a pastor, a pastorship, like I'm not going to suddenly love the church then. Like for me, like it was huge to be able to, to just commit and, and yeah, like, like sweep like go on grocery runs, like do social media, even though I hate social media, like, like committing to, to just like serve where, um, where you see a a gap that needs to be filled. Um, that was huge. Even if it's not like 
exactly what you want to do. I think um, I would encourage people who do want to go into ministry, like find a church that you can serve in. Like, even if it's not like a, a leadership role, like even if it's not like, like say you want to be a youth pastor, like even if, if you can't do youth at a church, like find a place that you can serve and volunteer, even if that is doing graphic design that you don't really like have a passion for, whether that's social media, like hopefully you do have a passion for that and you can actually serve where you, you are passionate. But like, no matter what that is, again, like just committing to the local church, I think that's huge. Um, and again, like trusting the Lord is going to use that. Like I had no idea when I was a freshman, I wasn't saying like, man, I'm going to, I'm going to go to the church at Grug station. I'm going to, I'm going to commit to four years and the Lord's just going to grow me. I don't know what I was doing. Like if there's one thing that categorizes the last like five, 10 years of my life, it's just, I don't know what I'm doing and the Lord is faithful. And so like just taking that first step, um, just kind of living closely with a group of believers and committing to a local church through membership, like the Lord is going to bless that. And so I would just, yeah, take that first step, get involved, start to serve. That's great. And, and so f- for the population of, of, of listeners and churchgoers who are not college students, um, what or how can the body as a whole really rally around college students um, as they tether themselves to the local church? Um, and really like pour into them for the four years that, that they're here. Um, what are some practical ways that the body can kind of kind of do that? Yeah, that's, that's a really good question. I was trying to uh, think through that again uh, over the last couple of days. And, and I went back to, um, I guess it's, it's been a while back now. Um, I guess it was about a year and a half ago. We went through Rosario Butterfield's book, uh, The Gospel Comes with a House Key. And we were doing an equip class on kind of hospitality. What does it look like to, to give ourselves, give our homes, open up our homes and, um, and use that for the gospel? And I was asked to, to lead a, an equip class on like specifically towards um, how can college students be hospitable and then how can the church be hospitable to college students. And I remember just having the hardest time like coming up with the second half of that. Um, I guess like obviously my like scope at that time, it was a college student. And so it was kind of hard to, to kind of get out of that mindset and think about how others can kind of pour into college students. But honestly, one of the one of the biggest difficulties in trying to put together like teaching on that is because it's it's pretty simple. Like it's not like it's this five step plan for how to bring in college students to the church. Like honestly, I think it's as simple as just opening up your home. Um, I don't think you have to have this this super like um, in-depth college like philosophy and you're going to like bring in college students on Tuesday to have coffee and have like songs and a message. Like, I think it's really just getting college students, um, into the homes of believers in the local church. Um, obviously like for people that know a lot of my story, like, um, I was seeing the extreme like hospitality. I, w- I came in and, and interned with the church, uh, the summer after my freshman year and, and Billy and Shannon Canada, like totally opened their home up and let me live with them for, for that summer. Um, they didn't even really know me at the time. They were just like, sure, we'll take in this weird 19 year old. Um, and so obviously I was able to see just extreme hospitality and have a a young family just take me in and just let me live with them for the summer and and feed me and and just let me like kind of see what it looks like to be a part of their family. Um, and that was huge because I think, um, being able to, to see how, um, believers and people who are committed to following Christ like how does how does it look like with their family what does it look like to to raise kids like what does it look like to have their um just the average like friday night with a group of believers and, and that was huge and so obviously like i saw the the extreme hospitality of a billy and shannon canada and then over the next couple summers you know like Coleman and Gilbert Harrison just graciously and sacrificially gave up their their playroom couch and let me live there for the summers after my sophomore and junior year. Um, 
But yeah, like Bryce and Elizabeth were, were also just showed that extreme hospitality to me and took in this college student to, to live on their couch uh, for the summer so that I could continue to, to work with the church. Um, that was huge. And so obviously, like, if you have the resources, if, if you want to, to offer your home to a college student over the summer, like, please do so. <laughs> like, I mean, I've, I've definitely been able to experience just the uh, the blessing that comes from that. Uh, but I don't think it's, it's, it has to be that that big or that extreme. Like, I think that's uh, the temples and the gants, like opening up their, their fire pit one night. And just like they're hanging out, they're having dinner, like inviting me and Emily, like come come hang out with us. Um, I think it's as simple as just opening up your home and just allowing college students to to really see how you live your life, um, to see what how um, discipleship, how biblical teaching kind of works itself out, uh, just in the daily life of believers. I think is huge. Um, so if I had to say one thing, like to how the body can can really rally around, I think it's just opening up your homes. Uh, again, I know college students are, are weird a lot of times. I know we um, we are super commitment averse and, and and like don't really know how to act around like families and stuff because we're not really used to that at this point. But um, but I think college students do crave like true community, and a lot of times that can be hard to find on a college campus. Um, but again, like I think that the Lord has given us um, the church to be an avenue of community, um, and so I would just invite you to like open up your homes, um, whether that's a meal, whether that's a summer. Uh, just invite college students in so they can kind of see how you live your life. Absolutely. Well, Jacob, thank you for for coming on um, and just blessing us with your wisdom. I don't know about that. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So you got, I mean, you just graduated. You got some big transitions coming up. Um, What are some ways that we can be praying for you as you enter just this first year of marriage, new ministry setting? What are some ways we can be? praying for you. Yeah, well, we, we definitely need prayer. Um, if you know me and Emily, we got married, like I said, on May 15th. We're about to move to Raleigh, North Carolina in about two weeks. Um, and so, well, at the time of recording, but on July 2nd, we'll be moving up to Raleigh. And so, uh, yeah, just be praying for us as we're, uh, number one, just starting our own family, um, kind of like trying to figure out what that looks like. We definitely need prayer there um, as we're just like beginning our marriage. Um, pray for us as we begin uh, again, like you said, like new jobs. Emily will be teaching high school math. I'll be working with a church up there. Um, so just as we start new jobs, new ministries that we would be able to, to just give ourselves up um, for our ministries that we're in for the Lord um, and just yeah, establish healthy routines, be able to figure out how to use our homes since we haven't really had one of those. And yeah, just be praying for us as we transition. That would be, that'd be huge. Awesome. Again, thank you so much for coming on. I really enjoyed getting to see you and talk with you again. Uh, hopefully we can get you back. Oh yeah. Thanks uh, for having me. It's no been great. Problem. Hopefully we can get you back for another podcast here soon. Um, but thanks for tuning in everybody. We um, look forward to talking at you again here soon.